Hi guys, this week, Megan and I are going over why and how to establish boundaries to balance not just your work life, but your personal life too. All right, everybody, welcome back. Kate and I had a really great week. Kate got some new branding photos done by Julia Faye. She actually did our branding photos for the podcast as well. And Kate, how did you like it? Uh, it was amazing. Julia did such a great job. So did you, Megan. You guys made thank me feel you, so pretty. You. And just, <laughs> <laughs> it was a day to celebrate me. And we had so much fun. We yeah. had random like people cheering me on <laughs> during the photo shoot. <laughs> It was a fun. Oh well, yeah, that was hilarious. And Kate and I went and got her nails done. And we're like, yes. Kate has not gotten her nails done in ten years, guys. Ten years. I'm just not a super girly girl. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Megan's turning me because now I'm like obsessed with my nails. I can't stop making this noise with them. <laughs> Some ASMR shit right there. Yeah. Not just that. You're also like now you get waxes. Now you <laughs> you get like your hair spray tans, and stuff. Spray yeah. tans. Yeah, I'm turning you into like a, a curly girl. <laughs> yeah, the first time I ever had my makeup done by Megan, my boyfriend was like, who are you? <laughs> and now he's like, hey, you look good. <laughs> yeah, so it always takes progress. the guys a little bit longer to get used to. <laughs> anyway, as Kate told us before, we are going to talk about boundaries today and we're going to start on why you need boundaries let's start at the core of it so just to give you guys a little bit of a backstory if you've never heard of this term boundaries are basically like a baseline for how you want to be treated in your life in your relationships they are essential to have a healthy relationship and that is within work life and your home life your relationship with your spouse your friends everybody and they're really not selfish. It's more of like self-love. I think a lot of times we think of boundaries as like a hard no or a just like kind of mean almost, but I hate that they have that connotation. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people can come off as like closed off or standoffish when they do just have very visible established boundaries that they stick to but mm -hmm. that's usually never a reflection on how they feel about you or what they think about you that's kind of your own insecurity creeping in when you think it's you know targeted just to you but I think everyone should evaluate their boundaries and if they don't have any really get to work on making sure you have some hell yeah because Boundaries are going to ensure that you are listening to your body and your needs, and then you're putting yourself first. So if you are really aware of your feelings, you are going to be more inept to set boundaries in place and make people understand that this is, you know, you're not going to waver from these rather than if you don't have any boundaries in place, like how is everyone supposed to know how to treat you? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I couldn't have even said it better myself. And like when you have boundaries, you have less resentment. You stop overspending yourself and stretching yourself thin and overcommitting. Mm. And I think we entrepreneurs, especially women, have trouble with overcommitting. I'm guilty of this even today. I double Dude. booked myself on accident. So no one's perfect. But being aware of not stretching yourself too thin is kind of an essential of what boundaries are and their purpose. 
Right. And guys, we're not perfect. Like Kate said, like, I, I am also learning this today. Like this whole week has just been like a whirlwind. And last week was a whirlwind. And my life is just like, I feel like this happens every single springtime because my busiest time is spring and fall. And I'm just like, I need to start learning and sticking to my boundaries around this time and know when to say no. Well, I think you should block out dates in your spring and fall calendar that you don't do any work because we were talking about this before we hopped on. Megan doesn't have a day off for the next, what, 18 days, you said? No, for the next nine days. So that 18 days would be truly worse. (laughs) (laughs) but uh, so I have, I have off tomorrow. And, um, so basically I was supposed to do, we have a friend in town right now and, um, I was going to be doing a spray tan for her tomorrow. And she is like the most amazing person and super like selfless and everything. And of course I wanted to do a spray tan for her tomorrow, but I just had to text her and be like, Hey, I looked at my calendar. I like tomorrow was my last day off until the 18th. And just for a reference, guys, like it would be nine days in between, um, you know, my days off. And that is not okay because I'm looking at it and I know I'm going to be exhausted. I know that I'm not going to be able to have any energy left to give to anybody else besides work. And I don't want that. I don't want my whole life to be drowned in work. Yeah. Well, and I think you're also recognizing that you don't want to be a consumed completely and you're having to conserve your energy for this like busy stretch that you have coming up right right exactly and I, I want to be able to have a balanced life and that's the whole reason why I got into being a, you know my own boss because I want to have balance in it so I have to remember that yeah <laughs> I, always have I to remember that trust me girl fall is crazy for me too and Last year was the first year I blocked out a weekend in October, which is like all photographers work every weekend in in October. But I was so grateful that I did that because I had a chance to breathe and really recharge. And I feel like I served my clients in the second part of October even better than the first half of October because I had that break in the middle of the month. Mm, That is so true. It gives you time to recharge. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can get better. I will get better at this. We'll get you better. (laughs) Yes. So um, all in all, like it's not your job to take care of everyone else and ignore yourself. That's basically the whole point of all of this is that I think a lot of times we're afraid to set the boundaries because we're trying to manage everybody else's emotions. When in reality, that's not even possible. We're just like trying to do something that we cannot decide how somebody is going to feel about anything we say or do. Yes. Preach. Preach, I'm right? all about that. Yes. And it's so hard though, to not, to, to get out of that mindset of being able to manage somebody's emotions, because I think we're almost all raised, you know, it's not a bad thing, but you're raised to care for other people. You're raised to be thinking of what others, um, you know, what you're doing, how it's affecting others. So I think it's hard to get to a point where like, you know, a healthy point that you're realizing like, okay, I have to look out for myself and I can't manage how other people are feeling day in and day out. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if you don't take care of yourself, nobody's going to take care of you. Like Mm. you take care of you. So 
you know, that's a good way to start evaluating how you're treating yourself. And if you're like, uh, I don't, I treat everybody else better than I treat myself. Then that's when you really need to like check yourself. Right. Exactly. So this, I mean, this really leads us into Brene Brown's work. Um, I'm obsessed with her guys, her books. If you haven't read her books, we'll link them below, but Brene Brown's work is just like mind blowing. She does a lot of work in psychology and everything. And one of the articles that we linked below, she talks about, or it talks about how Brene Brown's work, um, setting up boundaries basically makes you more compassionate because you're setting up expectations for other people to follow. And it gives those people room to create their own boundaries. It just basically creates that mutual respect between you two. It kind of is like, um, I think of this in the same idea that if I am singing praises for myself, like if I'm saying, oh my God, I feel so good. I feel so beautiful, blah, blah, blah. It almost feels like, you know, if somebody's saying that to you about themselves, you almost feel like, oh, if they feel so good, like I can feel so good. Yeah. It's like, you're more accepting of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think in all humans are very like they're human creatures. Like we get Uh, we get things done better together. So I think once you start the ball rolling of you setting up a boundary, I think people in your life will start to understand and want to help and like follow along with that and hopefully set up their own boundaries as well. Yeah, I think that's great advice. So Megan, you had a tip from your therapist that you shared with me before the episode. And I think it's worth mentioning here for everybody else. Mm, Yes. So If you guys are in therapy right now, I highly suggest, this is just a side note, I highly suggest that you keep somewhere in a notebook or, you know, even a digital notebook and stuff, just like notes and stuff from your sessions together, even if it's just like little bits of wisdom that you want to put together. Um, So in my session, actually today, we were talking about boundaries and more within like my personal life and stuff and family and everything. And she said something so amazing. She basically said, this is me just like ad-libbing what she said. So it won't sound nearly as amazing and smart (laughs) as my beautiful therapist is. That's not true. Go ahead. (laughs) Thank you. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So when you create a boundary and it feels like you're avoiding or creating a distance because of it, you need to remind yourself that what you're actually doing is growing closer and creating a better, more communicative relationship with them. So you are strengthening the bonds of that relationship by being open and honest, because we all know that resentment and anger just leads to more resentment and anger. So if you're pissed off at somebody for not following your boundary, even though you didn't even tell them that that was your boundary, you're not helping the relationship at all. You guys are just like going in a circle and that's not good for anybody. It's exhausting to even think about. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and it creates a lot of like emotional and mental stress. And I just can't imagine the health effects that come from like just holding all of this within you. So I definitely, there are ways to communicate like how you feel and what your expectations or what your boundaries are. And I think you can deliver them in a delicate way where people are more perceptive of it. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of people have this negative association to like boundaries of being like, okay, I'm done. I'm closed off. No more. Right. (laughs) You know? And you know what? I think, I think we get to that because we're not setting up the boundary from the beginning. 
because we yep. get so exhausted and just like tired of feeling like we're being steamrolled or just like nobody's caring about how we're feeling. And then in all, like, you know, you get to the end and you're like, well, well then, you know, F you. <laughs> yeah. But we can't like close off like that. We have to start from the beginning. Well, and I think people also need to remember that we are in control of ourselves. Like, even mm -hmm. though we are triggered by outer influences, like, all at the end of the day like we control our emotions what we think how we feel and when you set boundaries that's you taking the control back for your life and you know it gives you a space to kind of grow into a a better you and like to make space to create like your dream life and your goals and building yourself up in a new way right oh my god I loved that on that note, guys, we're going to take a break and we will be right back to chat about tips for establishing these boundaries. All right, guys, we're back and we're going to dive right into tips for establishing boundaries. And we got a lot of good stuff here with this one. Mm -hmm. So to kick us off, create a space dedicated just to work and keep it clean like I cannot stress enough how essential this is for me and just like my overall work-life balance and feeling happiness and creative yeah and definitely clutter is like an energy sucker for me so I try to keep that as minimal as possible mm -hmm. are you the same way Megan yes yeah I get very it's hard for me like when I am when I see a lot of clutter around, I, it's almost like I like, can't not see it. like deep dive and clean it. Like if I see just like, even if it's not like a clean cleaning, it's more of like picking things up. I hate when I see like things everywhere because I just feel like everything has a home and everything needs to be in that home. So if I'm trying to get some work done, it pisses me off so much to have just like shit everywhere <laughs> it's distracting and I can't yeah. like once I've seen it I can't unsee it and it's just like this nagging little thing mm. that's so distracting to me so Megan I think you've mentioned that you do this like a 20 minute tidy in the morning ever since yeah. you like shared that here on the podcast I've been doing that and it's actually been helping with my productivity a lot more so thanks for oh it's tip. such of course it's such a beautiful thing to like wake up in the morning get your day started and like just put things back. Like how often at the end of the night do you just like, you have a blanket on the couch or something and you just throw yeah. it on the couch. So like I wake up and I like fold the blanket and put away any shoes. And it's just like the random stuff that you don't, you kind of overlook throughout your day if you're not thinking about it. But as soon as you set time aside to actually do it and take care of it, you will be happier. Yes. Well said. Okay, rolling into our next one. Don't overschedule yourself. This leads to burnout. And we kind of touched on this in the first half of the episode. I am a tried and true testament of this. I have definitely burnt myself out way too much. And Megan has forced me to go on hikes with her and have non-working days and stuff. So take our advice and schedule days off, especially if you're a small business owner. I think we all get wrapped up into like, we got to be busy all the time because we're trying to build, build, build. Right. And if you don't take time away, you're not going to be your most creative and just on point self. 
Right. And I think a lot, like Kate and I had a conversation a couple of days ago and I was talking about burnout and just like how I haven't felt passionate about any of this stuff. And I really do feel like part of it is because I've just been in this like, go, 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 go. And it's like, it hasn't given me any time to sit back and reflect on what I actually even want right now. So I think being able to set a boundary in place to say no when you know that you need to take a step back is going to be huge for your business. Yeah. And like you shared earlier, like just, you know, acknowledging that you need to do that and then taking the step to communicate like, Hey, I can't give this to you right now, or I can't do X, Y, Z right now, maybe another time is, you know, most people are going to respect that. Like, okay, like she's got too much going on right now. She can't do it. Maybe another time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And another way to like avoid overscheduling yourself and burning yourself out is to get solid rituals or routines in place. And that way you're giving yourself time, like before you dive into your work with routines. And I think that's so essential. I try to give myself at least an hour in the morning. That is just me time and I'm not checking emails or social media or anything like that. And I've been a lot happier and more motivated because I'm giving time to me first thing in the morning. Right. I totally agree with this too. This has definitely helped me in the past couple of months, just setting aside that morning time to just do what I want to do and feel like I have the time to relax and get my day started slow, which is for me, something that I really enjoy. Yeah. I need to start slow. I can't feel rushed. I just like my anxiety is through the roof when I'm feel like I'm going to be late or I just don't have enough time to get everything done. So definitely managing that is a a deal breaker for me, Mm -hmm. for sure. Another thing you guys can do is like we said, say no to things that don't serve you or your goals and keep your why close to like why you're doing everything at all times. And Mm -hmm. I like to before I've written with a dry erase marker on my mirror in my bathroom, like some goals or like mantras that really like hype me up. And um, you could also voice record like your goals or like things to help keep you going and listening to your own voice is actually your, your brain is more receptive to hearing your own faith voice with things like that and this is like some deep level work that I've been working on and I'm just barely scratching the surface with this but it's something that I've implemented and it's totally changing the whole way I think about things oh yeah I bet I feel like so much of the time we like I was saying before we're in this go 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 that we're not even thinking okay we're not even like stopping for a second to breathe and say is this aligning with what I really want in life because if the answer is no to that then why the f are we doing it (laughs) right yes 100%. I mean, if you're not passionate and just like fully committed to not only your business, but like your nine to five job or your part time job or your side hustle, like you got some reevaluation to do for sure. Right. There's stuff, you know, you got to start taking those steps to move forward from that and move towards your goals and aspirations 
even, I mean, it doesn't even have to be big guys. Like we're not talking these like giant lofty goals, which are obviously good to have too, but even it's just like the small things. Like if you want to spend more weekends at home with your family and right now you keep saying yes to gigs that are on the weekends because you see dollar signs, that is something that you need to reevaluate and think about if it's really worth it for you and your mental health and your family life to be working on the weekends. Yeah, that's something I'm questioning right now. Like, Mm -hmm. I really miss having weekends to myself as much as I love doing weddings and photo shoots. I know eventually I'm going to want my weekends back. So I'm trying to set boundaries and goals to kind of push me in that direction. Right. Okay, this I cannot preach enough. Never skip self-care time. And like I said, having like time to yourself in the morning is... um, life-changing. So the first ever self-development book I ever read was called The Miracle Morning, and we'll link that in the notes. And that is all about setting aside an hour every morning to yourself. And it contributes to so much happiness. Like, and I just can't praise this book enough. It's a very easy read. Like, I think I read it in two days because it's less than 100 pages, I'm pretty sure. And it just kind of goes over, this guy lays out his morning routine. He does six different things and dedicates 10 minutes to each different thing. And just to give you some examples, like he enjoys his coffee in the morning, he journals, and then he'll read and meditate. So there are all these different kinds of things. Like I've been really enjoying first thing in the morning, I'll set some coffee to start brewing. And I really like the smell of Palo Santo and I will light that and I call it blessing the house, but I walk around and let the smoke fill the house. Mm -hmm. And it's called Hollywood because it cleanses the air and um, reestablishes positive energy. So I really love starting and ending my days with that smell. And that's just something that I do for myself. It's kind of the same concept of using sage to like cleanse right ear and everything so and that's just something I like doing for myself and I do it every morning and again it goes back to setting that ritual or routine in place because you are starting at your day positive and sticking to something for yourself which feels good to set a boundary in place with yourself and then stick to it yes it's like such a positive feeling That's another thing on our list to keep promises you've made to yourself. And like, if you're constantly saying, okay, like I am not going to work in the evenings because I want to spend time with my partner, but then you keep working in the evenings or you keep procrastinating throughout, throughout the day and you have deadlines. So the only time you have to work is the evenings. Like that is a going to create resentment for yourself, for like within yourself, for yourself and within your partner towards you so like that's a double-edged sword right there so keeping your promises to yourself are so 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 important and that's how you build like established like strong rooted habits too Mm. is keeping your promises and the more promises that you keep to yourself the easier it is for you to keep promises to like your clients and your family members and stuff I think it's just like you get the ball rolling if you can't Mm -hmm. keep a promise to yourself then how are you ever going to keep it for somebody else? Yeah. Great question. And then this is like a great point to say that you guys don't necessarily need like an excuse to set a boundary. This is something we talked about um, in my therapy call today too. Like 
their your mental health is the best reason to put a boundary in place there does not have to be an excuse of i deserve blank or i think it's time for this or for blank because my partner really wants me to do this or something Mm -hmm. you do not have to have an excuse if your mental health says that you need to take a break because of x y and z then you need to take a break don't feel like you guys have to have this like big um you know idea about why you need to set a boundary in place you also don't have to yeah you don't have to explain why you're setting that boundary to anybody else either right like you can just say this is my non-negotiable sorry i can't help you exactly like snaps to that you do not need to explain yourself when you set a boundary in place yes bookmark that for later guys (laughs) hell freaking write that down write that down and remind yourself if you're struggling with boundaries like you don't have to explain to anybody why you have boundaries Mm-hmm. yep okay so leading on to our next one you're allowed to have non-working days and this is something i've taken away from you megan because before i was like just saying yes to everything and that's been one of my things i'm working on is saying no to things that don't serve me or that i know that i'm not going to be fully invested in because that doesn't serve me or my client so I completely agree with you on that. I feel like I still, of course, I'm still making mistakes for this, but there are certain services and stuff that I have offered in the past that if people still ask me to provide this service, I'm probably going to do it. But the reality is that most of the time, it's not like, it's not my passion. It's not my strong suit. It's not something that I am like waking up in the morning to want to do. So in the end, it doesn't serve any of us. It's just like a wasted energy circle. Mm -hmm. And non-working days, like you could go and be active. Like we've gone on hikes. You can literally be a couch potato if you want to like do whatever you want on your non-working days. Like, right. Like don't do any work. (laughs) Yes. And something that I had to like come to terms with, I think, when I first started with like being an artist full time, it's almost hard. Like I love creative things. I love doing things with my hands and like making stuff and painting. And obviously that carried over into my work, but I think it was hard for me to realize that I can do creative things on my days off and like be able to set that um, separation in my mind that it's not the same thing as work. Like Mm -hmm. tomorrow, my plan is literally to play with clay. Like I bought clay for myself the other day and I want to like make us make like a a vase. (laughs) That's my goal tomorrow. That's so cool. (laughs) I am excited. I'm so excited. You're so crafty. I love it. (laughs) Thank you. But this is what I'm trying to say to you guys is that like, if you want to sit, like do whatever you want to do on your non-working days and don't be afraid to just like Kate said, like be a couch potato or go be active or do what makes you happy and what lights your heart on fire. Yeah. Because you need to go and do something that, like you just said, that's going to recharge you and make you excited to come back to your work. Like that's something I try to do. So I don't want to work on or like do anything that I'm just kind of like, like I'm not going to clean my house on my non-working day, you know, like I'm going to go out and do something enjoyable not something that's dragging me down exactly exactly 
All right, guys, this is one of my life hacks that my coach, my current coach has taught me, protect your energy. And this applies to giving your time to things, activities, giving your time to people, giving your time to like business choices that aren't healthy for you, like all encompassing, protect Mm -hmm. your energy. So me, I'm very selective on who I take on as clients because I'm not working with anyone who's not aligned with me. Like I need to have someone who's like vibes with me very well. And that's just a, a strong business decision that I've tried to uphold to, to myself. And I think I've done a pretty good job. I've had a few bad experiences, but I've learned from as them. we do. Yep. Yep. And like biggest pain points in this area can be family, especially when you're starting a business and like maybe, you know, you have family or friends that aren't fully supportive or doubtful that you're going to be successful. Like you need to trust in your journey and the energy you're bringing into your new venture, your, your business, you know, cultivating this new life that you're establishing for yourself. And this is a years long process guys. Mm. And like, I wish I would have known to protect your energy more like, or given that permission. But if I was just given that permission sooner, like, I feel like I would have cut out a lot of drama and just pain in my transition from corporate world to entrepreneurship And knowing that now, like, I just like, don't take crap from anyone. Honestly, like I'm in my own lane. I am blinders on, can't see anything else, but what I'm like focused on. So, right. I feel like this kind of rolls into one of our other points of unplugging to give yourself the time to reflect on what's important to you. When you are really deep into social media and focusing on what other people around you, you know, colleagues and peers and stuff, I think a lot of times it can be negative because not only are you comparing yourself, but you are also then not focusing on you. There's this like amazing story that um, basically... Um, like the Steve Jobs was being interviewed and he was like, oh, Microsoft is coming out with blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And Steve Jobs was like, I, I, I didn't know, but like, I'm not, I'm not paying attention to what they're doing right now. I am not trying to compete with them. I am paying attention to what we are doing and what we are creating. And I just loved that. Cause I was like, that is so freaking true. When we are sitting there on social media and we are trying to like go back and forth, like run this race with people that we're competing with, it's not serving you at all. Mm -mm. It's holding you back. Right. Honestly, because you get wrapped up into imposter syndrome. Am I a fraud? Am I good enough? Like, am I even like good enough to be posting about doing the work that I'm doing? I mean, these are all things that I've kind of gone through. And when you just decide that, you are the shit and you're going to be successful just go for it honestly that takes away so much like anxiety of showing up as your best self quote unquote I'm doing air quotes you guys can't see me but (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) your best self is what you define it's not what anybody else defined your likes your comments your following does not define that for you yeah seriously man I feel like I just got off a soapbox (laughs) That's fine. I am fine with you being on your soapbox. I will cheer you on. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Moving on. So 
Megan mentioned unplugging. Like, so when you unplug, I think it's always great to like write things out, get them out of your head and on paper. And I really have, I've done this exercise. You can journal about things that you want to change or your pain points in your life. And there's just something therapeutic about like your hand on paper and just like everything flowing out. And I have like made some crazy self-discoveries that I didn't even realize that I was struggling with when I have journaled. So there's so much power there that you guys aren't even aware of yet. Right. And it will lead you to find the boundaries that you need because it's going to, you're going to see all your pain points right there and be like, okay, Hey, if I just put a boundary in place right here, it would stop me from ever having this issue. Mm -hmm. I need to journal more, Kate. You know, I do. do. I know I do. I know. We're going to, we're working on transforming that whole area. Hell yeah. Yes. (laughs) All right, guys, our last tip for this section, set your working hours and remind people often. So auto reminders for when you're out of the office, Um, you can even add, I think Megan, you do this in your email signature. You have a little blurb at the bottom that says emails are responded to like Mondays through Thursdays or something. And you Mm -hmm. have like a time blocks that you respond to email. Yeah. And even if I'm not sticking to that all the time, it's at least set, I'm setting up the expectation and the boundary from the beginning. And I am a, like, I am not against reminding people again and again. I've had people try to message me on social media about different things about working with me, or like they'll try to text me and stuff. And that is not the form of contact that I accept in my business because it doesn't work for my workflow. And I will just remind them if I get a text from them, I will email them during my email working hours. And I will say like, Hey, I got your text. Just as a reminder, I accept contact in the form of, you know, I take emails Monday through Thursday, 10 AM to 5 PM. Um, and it just like reminds them again, just as like, you're not putting that pressure on yourself now to have to like follow whatever they're doing to make them happy. You need to remember that you are at the core of it and you need to stick to that boundary if that's making your work life easier. Yeah. And I don't think it comes off as passive aggressive or anything like that when you just simply remind them like and a lot of people just aren't aware of what your like workflow is or you know maybe they miss that little blurb in your email signature so if you point it out to them most people are going to oblige and respect your boundary that you're setting hopefully right yeah (laughs) hopefully (laughs) And this is a good point, guys. Like, stick to your guns. Do not let anyone steamroll you about this. Like, I had a client recently that inquired and, well, they weren't my client. They just inquired. And I let them know that my books are closed for April. I have no time left to give to anybody. And then they emailed back and they were like, okay, are you sure though that you can't take this on, even if it's just this or even if it's just that? And I had to kindly remind them, yes. Like, as I just said before, I am not taking on any new clients for April. And I think a lot of times we, especially as women, we are more inept to be like, oh, fine. You know, they really need help or they really need me to do this for them. Mm -hmm. But we have to stick to our guns, guys. Yes. And so our next segment is kind of how to handle situations where 
boundaries are being ignored and we kind of just flowed right into that next segment that was perfect. so yeah <laughs> um like we said kindly remind them most times people forget because they're not paying attention to things that we as business owners pay attention to because they're a consumer they're a client they're in a different perspective and right. i think sometimes too like we even if somebody is telling you what a boundary is we have our own things going on in life Mm -hmm. And it's not, you know, we're all human and we forget things. And I think it's crazy to think that the first time you tell somebody, hey, I don't like it when you do blank. I think it's crazy to think that they will just remember that right off the bat the first time you ever say it. Like, Yeah, I mean, it's not everyone's responsibility to remember all of your likes and dislikes. Like, it's your responsibility to make sure that you remind people. Right. I always say that about like me being a vegetarian. Like when people remember that I'm a vegetarian and, or like when they apologize for not remembering that I'm a vegetarian, I'm like, that's not your job. Like, <laughs> I don't remember what you eat. <laughs> so it's the same kind of thing how I see it with boundaries. Like eventually if it's somebody that's close to you and it's something that is means a lot to you, sometimes you will have to remind them a couple times for them to actually let it sink in and, you know, going forward, change the behavior. Yeah. And like, just to give an example between you and I, Megan, like Megan does not really like talking on the phone and she's told me this multiple, multiple times. So I try to limit <laughs> calling her if it's not necessary. And if we do have to talk on the phone, I try and keep it short because I just try to respect that you just don't like, I'm the same way about texting. I hate texting sometimes. So <laughs> This is a pain point in a relationship. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I honestly, no. The thing is, guys, I'm, I'm going to give a caveat here. I don't really like unexpected phone calls. Which I, I call you all the time, just randomly. Unexpectedly, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's different with you. It's different. I mean, like, unexpected, like, business calls, like, yeah. inquiries and, like, random clients and stuff. And, like, if it's, like, somebody that I'm close to, that's different. I'm like, oh, yeah, if I have the time, I'm going to talk. But it's also a matter of, like, respecting the back and forth like Kate called me a couple days ago and I had answered and you know like she was going over some things for a photo shoot we did together today but then I said like hey like I will like can do you mind if I call you back later and we can talk more about it um you know Victor and I are about to just sit down to eat dinner and she immediately was like oh yeah like she's like why'd you even answer of course call me back later <laughs> and like that was it but that's what I mean by like you guys need to have those open and honest conversations like an unhealthy way of how that would have gone would have been me just like, you know, like talking and continuing the conversation going on and on and on and then hanging up and being like, oh my God, why did she call me at this time? Like, which is so dumb. Like she didn't freaking know that we were about to sit down and eat dinner. That If I don't tell yeah. her and I don't share that boundary with her, she wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And when we like bug each other, I feel like we both are kind of like, hey, I know you're sick of me, but like we got to get <laughs> yeah. some work done. <laughs> Like, and, business partners we kind of have to <laughs> yeah and it's just I think you can make it like light of like quirks that people have you know like yeah. and I know like I don't take it personally when Megan doesn't answer my phone calls like I'm not right. sitting over here like what is she doing like she doesn't want to talk to me right now Be and like I don't even go there because I know that you're not 
a person who talks on the phone a lot or you're also very busy so (laughs) right but it's also it's because I like mentioned that from the beginning like Mm -hmm. so you knew that that was just like a weird quirk about me now everyone's gonna be afraid to call me (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna hear everyone like Megan (laughs) just blow her up (laughs) no big deal if you need to call me guys you can text me and be like hey can I call you in about an hour and I'd be like sure let me put it on my calendar I am the calendar (laughs) so true (laughs) if it's not in Megan's calendar it does not happen not happening Okay, let's get back on track here. Yes. <laughs> we went on our tangent. So our next thing, listen to your gut, you guys. If it feels like your boundaries being violated on purpose, maybe it's time to have a serious talk. And maybe that person is just a little ignorant and not right. you know, paying attention as much as they should. So I think it's a delicate thing. You know, you can be um, straightforward and to the point, but you can also be compassionate and not come off like a dick for the lack of a better word (laughs) right exactly (laughs) and understand that like they are a person too with their own shit going on and sometimes we just need to have a serious talk and then this goes into further if they will not support you and respect your boundary further after you try to have a conversation with them be like hey you know I really feel like you know you haven't been understanding me right now and if they are further disrespecting that boundary and going above and beyond to like not listen to what you want, maybe it's time you distance yourself from that person. And that that doesn't have to be like a black and white decision of, okay, I'm never going to talk to this person again. Maybe that means you give yourself like a week off or something, or like I've heard relationships and this definitely is not like the most healthy thing, but I have heard people say that they have friends that they've had their entire lives, but sometimes they need seasons away from each other where they will literally say to each other, like, Hey, we've been hanging out too much and we need to like, you know, take a couple weeks off or something. And I honestly feel like that now that I say that out loud and I think about that, I feel like that is kind of healthy. Yeah. I kind of organically do that with some of my lifelong friends. Like we'll go through periods where, you know, I have a best friend in Colorado. I have a best friend that lives in Charlotte and I don't see them all the time, but we'll go through periods where we're like texting like every single day. And then there's like a three week period where we don't talk to each other, but then we pick right back up where we left off. And I think it's just, we've known each other for so long. We know when to give each other space. Yeah. And I think that's like a very, very healthy thing to be able to give yourself some distance between between you and that person, especially if it's somebody that you can't or you don't want to necessarily cut them off completely. It's very different when you're in a business situation. I feel like if I have a client that is continually disrespecting my boundaries and after time and time again of me, you know, letting them know that X, Y, and Z is not okay, I am not going to have them as a client anymore. And I think that we all need to have the self-respect and the confidence to be able to you know, fire a client when it comes down to them not respecting your boundaries. Mm -hmm. So Megan, how many times do you like forgive them before you kind of are like, Hey, this isn't working out. I'm just curious. I always feel like three is a magic number. Yeah. What about you? I get the two, two times. I'm like, okay, I'll let it slide. But the third time I'm like, all right, this is it. Right. 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 Yeah, exactly. 
three times and it's like level like obviously it's case-to-case basis like Mm -hmm. it's like the level of things like if somebody is messaging me on instagram like an hour before their appointment or something saying like hey i might be a couple minutes late i'm so sorry like i'll be there as soon as i can that's different than them being like hey i have this detail and this detail and this detail about my wedding coming up in six months (laughs) like it really is you guys have to learn to have the confidence to like go case by case and not have this black and white thinking of saying, okay, I am going to, you know, completely cut them off because they did this thing this one time. Just give people some grace because that's all anybody wants anyway. Yeah. Well, on that note, Megan, I think that's a great way to end the episode. Hell yeah. Air punches. Yeah. Air punches. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, next week, we are going to be back to discuss the impact of outer influence. I feel like I'm doing the rainbow. If you guys could see me, the rainbow from SpongeBob. Like jazz in the box. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So don't forget to rate and review us on Apple and follow us on Spotify to stay up to date. And if you didn't know, we mentioned it a lot, but maybe you've haven't heard it on here we have an instagram so go ahead and follow us on instagram we actually just reached 100 followers recently which is so freaking exciting yes it is you can find us at balancing the biz on instagram and facebook everywhere facebook too yep (laughs) yeah everywhere you want balancing the biz you can find us Mm -hmm. all right guys with a z everybody yeah with a z all right Mm -hmm. guys we'll see you next week bye